Got a massive week ahead of us, and I got a couple of quick announcements here before we dive into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. This Friday, 7.30 Central Time, see us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Podcast for Static, our winter one-shot. We're very excited to dive into the world that Silas our resident DM for the evening uh, has created for us. We really don't really have any idea. Uh, he's just given us very vague instructions to make a fifth edition, third level character sheet. So we are bringing those to the table and we will see what happens. Um, but uh, again, mark your calendars. That'll be this Friday at 7.30 Central Time. We hope to see you there. It'll be a great, exciting time with all five of us um, hanging out for the evening. If you've hung out with us before on one of our one shots, you know that they're always a great time. Uh, we always have a ton of energy. Uh, the audience participation is usually very, very good. Uh, so we hope to have you there and join us uh, again. Anyone who hasn't been there before, you don't want to miss it. So come on and hang out with us. We have a huge announcement to make, uh, not this week, but it will be next week at the latest. Um, be Just keep your eyes out. Just keep your eyes out real good because there's some really cool stuff coming your way, uh, coming our way. We're, we're stoked to share it with you, but we just can't talk about it yet. So we're, we're almost there. So stick with us. Uh, very exciting announcement for next week. Uh, and, and so that's really all I can say about it right now. If you support us on Patreon, you know what's going on right now. It is the first voting season for our Spring Hero Duels card. Uh, for those who have joined and don't really, I mean, we have new patrons now, so I'll explain it super fast over the announcements. Um, this gives you an opportunity to receive a physical hero duels card voting is a bracket style where it's just one one hero versus another hero right now so we're just kind of you guys just got to click the survey click through the characters um that you want to see win and the winners of this first round it is open till the end of today monday uh you, then we will be launching the second uh, round on tuesday so get your votes in today if you haven't done so already get them in we want to you your vote super super matters because it is a very 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 tight race right now between some of these heroes the winner of all of these votes so once we get I think this is about four rounds i think so the winner of the finals will get a beautiful art piece done of themselves by our resident artist that we love working with gustavo jabrazi from brazil gustavo is a legend and he does a lot of work with us uh and we just appreciate his services he does an incredible job so that will be done and then we will actually get them printed uh with several different rarities this time we're not going to be pulling your legs i know last time we gave everybody a holomythic rare but this time there's actually going to be rarity included and we are going to include them drum roll please on our store for the very first time so if you just like to freaking load up on hero duels booster packs in order to snag yourself a holomythic rare they will have purple edging this time there will be copper tier silver tier gold tier and hollow mythic rare ranking and we're so stoked to get these to you guys so like I said, head on over to your Patreon app if you support us at any tier to access that survey and get your votes in now. If you would like to support us on Patreon so you can get access to that poll and, and at the recognized hero tier, you can actually get a free card. Uh, anybody at the recognized hero tier and above will receive a free random card in the mail. 
uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash basically good podcast and check out the tiers available there. Um, again, voting is at all tiers to get yourself a free card when it is created. You'll have to join at the recognized hero tier or above. So sorry if I sprung anxiety on a lot of you. That was very intense, and I recognize now, listening back, that that was very intense, and I'm 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 very sorry. We would now like to give it up for our patron of the week, Taylor. Taylor is a good friend of uh, one of us, and I'm not going to dox him, so I'll just say one of us, and uh, has been supporting us for a, a super long time. Taylor is also a huge buyer of dice, and is a big supporter of our store, um, which is incredible, uh, and just has been along for the ride for quite a while, since last March, I believe. So Taylor, uh, it, it's been such an awesome time to get to know you always showing up for some of those one shots as well as uh, just your interaction on the discord uh, he's been a huge supporter of the show and we just can't thank taylor enough so taylor here's to you patron of the week we super appreciate you and your support so far I feel like these announcements are going on forever so i'll try to wrap it up here but guys i just want you to know i know we've been talking big big things happening in 20 22 but uh after having a couple of business meetings and really planning out the budget for the year as well as uh just some exciting things we've been dreaming up we believe that this is going to be the biggest year so far for the basically good podcast we're so so excited to have you along for this ride so thank you so much if you're listening and you're up to date and this is it's monday morning and you're listening uh your support means the world we're so excited for things to come we're so thankful for every single one of you who have listened who have given feedback um last thing i'll say before we wrap this up is if you are not in the discord get in the discord head on over to basically g pod or basically good pod on instagram basically g pod on twitter find that link tree find the link to discord and get in here we love interacting with everybody on a daily basis um, it is gas in the tank for us, and uh, we love to hear your input on the show. Uh, there's great places for you to communicate about all things Basically Good, as well as the Harry Styles channel, so we'd love to have you there. That is all the announcements that I have for today. Whew. Please enjoy this week's episode of the Basically Good podcast. Signifier Cromwell brushes his robes off, approaches the crumpled automaton. It's not your fault, Paralictor. You couldn't have known the stone held a child's soul. But nonetheless, Cromwell bends down and plucks out the soul stone, tosses it into a box with other soul stones labeled experimental. For this project, we will need real fighters, not children. Come now, we have more souls to test. And then we are back and watch as Vote is drugged through a brazier-lit corridor held in place by two armored Hell Knights on his sides. Torchlight illuminates his sunken and burned face, his eyes staring off. Miles from Eladir to a castle in the mountains, back to Citadel Alteran. A door is thrown open and we are back in Signifier Cromwell's workshop but everything from before is now gone, replaced with large trunks, save for a few unfinished automatons. A red-faced boat holds out a crumpled letter towards Cromwell as he closes the lid of a familiar box labeled Experimental. Die, traitorous scum! 
A short Hell Knight automaton points a pike at Vote. Prototype 1.3, return to your post. The robotic Hell Knight grumbles and marches back to the corner of the room. There's no need, Lictor. I already know. Vote marches over, his face inches from Cromwell's eyeless metal mask. How did you know? I've had my suspicions, but your entrance has proved them. The other signifiers have not returned any of my messages for days now. Then what does this mean? It means, Vote, you're no longer Lictor, nor I a signifier. The Order of the Nail is no more, and we are now enemies of the state. Cromwell tosses the box of experimental soul stones into a large trunk slamming it shut. Then, what are we to do? Cromwell slides the large trunk into a small bag of holding, and then pulls out a small necklace with a glowing chunk of soulstone as its pendant. He extends it to vote. Take it. Signifier. Take it, vote. Prototype 1.6 is yours. I'm afraid this is where our journey together ends. I have contacts in Katapesh that will grant me asylum in return for our research. As for you, there is a man, a very powerful man that will protect you for your loyalty and service. Sir, I don't... Lucian, you are not made lictor by casting lots. Now take this and take care of those who still follow you. Vote nods and takes the necklace. Now, God's willing, we will meet again. Until then, Cromwell presses on Vote's plate chess piece. Stay alive. The sweet smell of oil permeates as Vote is hoisted onto the pyre in the middle of a snowy courtyard. He takes a deep breath as he realizes the broken vow made to his former mentor. Vote. Alec stands atop the greased pyre, holding the crown of nails in his sword. He tosses them and shouts, Lucian, vote. You here are found a traitor to the Hell Knights, Cheliax, and the House of Thrun though there is no malice in his solemn eyes. I'm no more traitor than you, boy, Vote mutters. None of them would accept you if they knew who you really were. Alec looks deep into the eyes of the old lictor. I know. Alec lashes out with a strike to Vote's chest and turns and rips a torch from the armager at the base of the pyre. He then tosses it into the nest of timber and it erupts into flames. Vote wheezes in pain, trying to catch his breath, inhaling the fumes and smoke from below. This again. He must feel that old pain once more, but tenfold, Vote thinks, realizing his coming doom. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. His chest is still numb from the punch, but it now racks with a new pain. 
Vogue looks down to see a large nail protruding from his heart. Thank the gods. No. Thank you, Stalgrim. That I may not feel the flames again. Our vision darkens as Vogue's eyes slowly close, and we get one last look of Alec walking back towards the dark key. We pan down and we see Aaron enjoying maybe a tea or something, some some breakfast. Mm. What's uh, Aaron eating for breakfast downstairs? Um, of the tooth and nail toast and some flour tea and um some light butter and some bird seed. <laughs> Salad, birdseed salad, and some birdseed salad. Well, I don't know if the tooth and nail serves all that, um, but uh, we'll just say that that works for now. Uh, He Um, just got not what they did. You delivered. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some scones. (laughs) Yeah, from the the sweet. He just went next door, brought it over, unpacked it with the big pink bag, just put it on the bar. And, and next to him, there's just all of these burly men and women just eating their uh, bowl of nails with no milk. Uh, I turn to them and say, you want to see some magic? I can do magic. And I shoot at a dove. They are, they are not amused, and they are going to head back out and, and go back to moving salt and uh, stone. Damn. But at this time, Aaron, you you get up from the table as your fellow adventurers make their way down the stairs. And it is a new day, your first day in Kentargo, the Silver City. What do you guys do? Is Dusty, where did Dusty stay, man? He's just, is he with us now? Did he get his own room? Did we get yeah, his I'm own right room? here. You, you, you turn over and oh, he's gods. standing right behind you. <laughs> Sneak up on people like that. Holy you. you guys, you He's, guys always sleep in this late. Jeez, and he like walks past It's six thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's six thirty. Sun's hardly up. Dusty, well, well, Claire, Claire, you almost finished with your nails, your bowl of nails. Um, I'm working on it. <laughs> that's just uh, just crunching through metal. Just ugh. Uh, <laughs> Dusty, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about your. Um, but you mentioned yesterday about the boat that we came in on. Yeah, I've seen the I've seen your genie smile once before, but I can tell you one thing, it was not in this part of the city. Where did it port previously? Uh the Yakamakumba uh, harbor. <laughs> the Yakamakumba harbor. How long was it stationed there? Did you see anyone get on, get off? Oh, no. Here, here it is. The Yalubalus Harbor. That's the name of the harbor. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was thinking, yes. man, that sounds like a made-up word. <laughs> the holiday <laughs> no, <laughs> Know this city like the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, 
For sure. How do you know the name of the boat? Oh, it's on this side. <laughs> uh, you might need to check Grandpa's glasses over here. He <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know that you went to the North Pole and you're just that head elf in the Santa Claus 2. <laughs> might want to check Ooh, Grandpa's really... for Scott Calvin's glasses. <laughs> <laughs> with the big frumpy hat? Yes. From numbers. Yeah, dude, I love that actor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, sport. Oh, man. My dad calls me sport. Gosh. <laughs> Zach, how many times have you we seen just watched this last season? season? It's been uh, years. Okay, okay. Um, uh, uh, Dusty, did you see this ship docked at any weird non-port, you know, somewhere off the coast? Or were they just in the normal part, uh, port for, for Cantargo? You know, now that you mention it, yeah. Uh, they were in kind of a private dock off in the back. Uh, I can't remember the name of the place, but uh, I could show you. It's a bit of a walk. I think, Do you want to follow him? Yeah, I think reconnaissance is not a bad idea. <sighs> oh, I think reconnaissance is not a bad idea. Yes. Sorry, Claire. Did you hear a mosquito around here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Urkel. After I ate that bowl of nails, I seem to have uh, taken on a new personality. <laughs> well, stow it. Dusty will follow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian comes downstairs, kind of as you guys are wrapping up and about to head out, <clears throat> and he, um kind of waves over at Aaron and says, Hey, um, I don't know what you guys have planned, but I think I'm just going to take it easy today and just kind of either stay here or go see some sights. I'm not really sure yet, but I, I think I need just a little time to myself. Well, uh, I mean, that's understandable. Uh, you have a way to get in touch? Like magic? Uh, yeah. No, yeah, I can send you a message. Can I do some sort of check? Uh, like a perception check or something to get an insight on whether or not he just feel I, I'm just trying to get a good read on him. Like, if he really does want to be alone, I think that's 100% fine. Um, but also, like, I don't know if he's looking for us to kind of give him the green light, like, hey, there's a chance that your party, like, this is going to lead to your party, potentially. Like, Or is he going to go no. snooping around by himself? Oh, to, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, give me a perception check. 24. I'll give you one, two, chance. Uh, 29 for me. The, the main, like, vibe you get from him is that he does want to be kind of alone. Okay. But you're not really sure necessarily, like, motives, but that's just the overall vibe is, like, he is being forward that he wants to, like, stay behind. And, I mean, not that he wants to, like, split ways permanently, but he just wants alone time. Yeah, I guess Urkel, just as we're leaving, would try to find a chance and just be like, Brian, like, absolutely, you know, Take as much time as you need, but please know that you're always welcome. We'd love to have you along if you have a 
or feeling like you'd like to get out a little bit more. Enjoy your day. I appreciate it, Urkel. I I just think I want to kind of do some own some of my own searching and meditation. Maybe maybe I'll find something on my own, just you know, one person. But I appreciate that. Maybe tomorrow we can try and look for more leads. Please. Please be careful if you go searching alone. Aaron says, oh, oh wait, here. <laughs> I found this brochure of nice bakeries and <laughs> this flyer for a temple tour. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything with them, but it's the most <laughs> exciting stuff that I saw. <laughs> it's like, I imagine just in the, not, not obviously not the tooth and nail. But in the sweet tooth near the entrance and exit, there's one of those little things you see at a rest stop where there's just like a hundred leaflets yeah. of like fun things to do. And fun Aaron just grabbed old Kitargo. Yeah. Old Kitargo tools. <laughs> <laughs> um, he takes it and says, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check some of these out. It definitely says something lame like old Kintar go and like the go is capitalized. Big, big cursive you know, with like font. an arrow in the O. <laughs> Just a winding road. Gosh, that's so, so funny. <laughs> all right, we don't got all day yet. Like I said, it's a bit of a walk all the way to Yakumbia Harbor. First things first, we gotta head to Bleak Bridge. That's that big bridge connecting, right? Yo! Correct. Cool. Ooh, is there any bikes for us to rent so we can bike over <laughs> oh, Bleak Scooters? Bridge? Electric scooters? <laughs> just just a bunch of shitty, like, limes, like limes on the scooters, ground. Like scooters, dude. Picked over. <laughs> buzzing through the cobblestone path. Beep, beep. Put, put, put a little uh, uh, copper piece in the front, and it just activates. Yes. <laughs> so a little magic scooter. Urkel lights up a cigar, so and we just go whizzing through town. I think Frisky needs to keep that in his big book of uh, crafting ideas because that will make him a lot of money in his infinite lifetime, you know? Lemon scooter (laughs) in his 150 (laughs) long years. But yeah, you guys head out. Are we going through Red Roof or are we going through Temple Hill? I love traveling. I hate Urkel. (laughs) I just want to see the sights. (laughs) You guys uh, head on this main road. I'm sure it has a name because it's it's kind of bigger, but it, it basically runs a full circuit through uh, the lower part of Kentargo. And as you follow along, you see uh, bigger buildings, uh, one called the House of Truth and Clarity, which looks to be like a big uh, courthouse. And you see there's some robed members coming in and out. Um, and as you pass through that, you pass by the it's O13. It is a very large artisan guild. So you see all kinds of carpenters, um, masons, and um, metal workers coming in and out, carrying large crates. 
Um, some of the, the large pieces of stone from the uh, old cor- uh, old Cantargo docks have been kind of carted down here um, and are being used for statue making. And as you guys follow Dusty, again, annoyingly at that NPC rate of walking and running. Um, <laughs> Somewhere in between. You... <laughs> You are eventually going to um, enter the a new district, and it is the Temple Hill district. Lovely. And to, it, you immediately kind of get like a new. Um, you immediately feel kind of the vibe shift. Uh, there's more greenery, uh, trees, kind of up and down the road. And you pass by a beautiful looking temple. And you see all kinds of stained glass in a kaleidoscope of different colors. Um, A lot of these buildings are made out of the same like silvery looking marble. Um, Whoa. And uh, you see up on the front, Aaron, this appears to be a temple of Shalin. And you see there is a sign that says Songbird Hall. <gasps> Guys. We gotta come back. This is like everything you are, Aaron. There's a songbird. I'm sure there's lots of bird seed and shaylin. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I am a religious man. <laughs> <laughs> and just by and passing is here. Just by passing through, you see there's all kinds of beautiful flowers and fountains kind of decorating the outside and different kinds of musicians and artists and dancers appear to be kind of in this area. As you keep continuing, you see it could, the road kind of splits in three ways and the left kind of goes farther into Temple District where you see there is this giant temple off in the distance. It's at the very top of Temple Hill. And if you look on the map, it's T3. Yeah. But in the middle of this park that kind of separates all of the different um, temples in the area, there is one temple that's kind of the crux and it kind of looks like a big pyre. And honestly, it looks like a bunch of different things are going on architecturally. It, it looks kind of imagine like a, um, um, like a restaurant has passed through five different restaurants. And by now it just looks like a little bit of each of them. Pizza hut tempo. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, wait, that roof looks like a pizza hut, but this thing gives me long John silver vibes. And it has like a bank. Um, like, you know, those like drive through bank things where you could the back, the vacuum sucker things. It's like all kinds of, yeah, it's like all kinds of different weird stuff. But it is like obviously important. It's like the crux of the Temple Hill. But again, not to get too um, into it, you guys follow Dusty. You guys shoot right past Temple Hill and you enter this area of the city that is known as the Red Roof. And you notice slowly that, again, you're getting kind of the same vibes from old Kentargo. Uh, slipping back into a like a not as clean and um, spruced up part of the city. 
and you notice that all of the buildings that were made of that silvery marble um, are all gone. And now you see kind of cramped, tall apartments, and they're all made with red brick and red brick like roofs. You know, I can't remember what they're called, but in like Italy, they have those like slanted clay roofs that give off it's, like a uh, Spanish change. tile roofs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you enter kind of this slummier part of the city and as you're passing by there's these narrow shadowy um, alleyways and you see interesting enough as you pass through a lot of the people that you're walking by there's a lot of tieflings of like different colors red skin Yo. dark purples blue but there seems to be a larger population of tieflings in this area um you guys kind of speed past most of this area. You see, obviously, there's some businesses. There's the Devil's Threads, Fair Fortune Library, the Cloven Hoof Society, and the Devil's Nursery, all kind of giving you this, like, infernal theme throughout Red Roof. And then finally, you guys come up to the Yolubalus River, where there is this large bridge that spans and connects the two north and south Cantargo. As you guys approach, you notice the, and, and you saw this when you were passing by um, the Eulibulus River, River when you were going, like giving it a wide berth and going to the old Cantargo. You saw that the bridge is obviously supported by these big beams. And then, um, you see like small little fairies kind of going in between the beams, going kind of inland. And you see spaced out on top, there are these little towers, about two stories, three stories, uh, that act as like guard posts, right? For the for the Cantargo guard. The right and left side of Bleak Bridge, it's not like you can't really just see off into the into the, the river below. There's actually shops built on the right and left side. They go all the way down. And I'm going to send you guys. There is a real bridge that I want to say is pretty much what they took from that I have been to in Italy. It is called the Ponte Vecchio. I hope I pronounced that right. But it is a bridge that has kind of a roof over it. And it has businesses and shops built in on the sides that kind of hang over the that water. That is so cool. And here is the inside of it. If you're a listener, take this time to pause and go look at the Ponte Vecchio. Um, but it's a beautiful bridge. And kind of in the middle, there are some openings where you can look to the water below. Uh, but you guys see a very busy marketplace. And as you enter on the side, you see there is a sign that says no tolls on the bridge anyone caught collecting a toll will be subject to prosecution wow. is that is it look new <clears throat> yeah it's okay. uh well not like freshly painted but it it looks like it's been kind of old it, newer than the bridge right absolutely okay okay so but at this point, I know you guys are on your way to follow this lead of Dusty. The Yolubalus Harbor is 
pretty much going to be the next district you guys are going to walk into once you cross this bridge. But you see all kinds of magic shops, jewelry shops, fine magic clothes, shops. pretty much a a market of of higher quality goods. If you wanted um, to do your shopping, this would be a good spot. There are some other markets and like shops kind of speckled in old Kentargo and in the in the nicer districts. But this is going to be the main marketplace hub for the majority of the goods. So I know you guys, by according to the loot sheet, have a lot of things to sell and you have a lot of gold in your magical pockets. So if you guys want to take this time, we can pause and let you guys spend some of that. We are now resuming and everyone <laughs> has sold and bought all of their goods. Would anyone like to share with our listeners what they newly purchased? Did anybody get anything dope? I did. I got a lame thing that I needed, but Jackson shares the cool thing. I got a big fat wand of breath of life. And if I'm holding <gasps> it, it'll stop one of you guys for di from dying. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And by one of you guys, you mean me, right? Well, it's a reaction, <laughs> right? Yeah, as that's long as so I'm holding it. Yeah, wicked, it's just like, dude. boom, I'm ready to cast it. That is so yeah. crazy. Prevents you from dying and then boom, gives you a bunch of health. But I can only do it once a day. Yeah. We need to super, find super a way. <clears throat> we need to find a way to get Aaron's staff to just hover by itself. So he's like always got that ready and he can have like two wands in hand while his staff is like casting shit. Is that real? There are like dancing weapons. I wonder if you could have a dancing on a staff. I just need I just need wands dancing around me and then I just oh, grab them out better. of the air. Even I grab them better. out of the air and then shoot them. Holy. Whoa, just like tied dude. to, wait, tied wait, to wait. like Aeon Stones. Just That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they're just kind of <laughs> embedded in like the bottom of the wand. So it's just floating around you all mm. the time. Bro. Yeah. Uh, I just do, got man. plus two. I got plus two on my victory plate. So I'm a little bit tankier now. Me too. I got plus two. So we picked up potency runes, right? Is that what we got? Right. Be yes. So with that, now we can have one additional property rune eventually. Right. So we kind of set ourselves up for a future expansion on these these items. Get another nice. resilient. Honestly, I loved how One E did magic items with like the plus five system, and then, but the, I will say yeah, the cool. now that we have learned the fundamental runes and the property runes, I like this system a lot too. So. Yeah, I'm okay. this system feels more, more like fantasy. Like you got like runes and there's better runes and stuff like that. But the old system did like make a lot of sense. It's yeah. very easy to. The, it was very the crazy fast. part. Very fast, the yeah. crazy part of the first D was like, if you had a plus two weapon, it magically was able to be cold iron. Like it could get through cold iron stuff. You remember? Yeah. Like yeah, the weapon was, yeah, didn't even have to, like that too. the rune allowed you to do that, which I, I don't like as much. Like I like the idea of you guys having, Multiple you know, having weapons. to go and like build a new weapon with. Yeah. yeah. So, um, did any, so you guys got two property runes frizz. Did you spend any money? Um, yes, I spent a lot of money and it took me a very long time to figure out what uh, I was going to do. Um, I was debating between getting the alchemist goggles or the crackers eyepiece to kind of do the same thing. And I finally remembered why I made the choice I did like seven levels ago. <laughs> um, 
Alchemist goggle goggles give you an item bonus to throwing bombs, which is great, except your bombs inherently also give you the same item bonus that the Alchemist goggles do. So it kind of does nothing. <laughs> uh, and um, once I remembered that, I instead decided to get the, the uh, upgraded crafter's eyepiece, a greater one, uh, which means now I get a plus two item bonus to all of my crafting checks, which is cool. And now I can uh, activate it once per day. It takes me a minute to cast, but I can cast a fifth level creation spell, uh, which means I can make just about anything that's in a five uh, five foot cube uh, that could fit in a five foot cube made out of basically anything but metal. Mm. Um, anything like less than metal, so any common like mineral or like plant material uh, is on the table, um, which is fun. I don't know what I'm going to do with that, but I'm going to try and use it at least once. Um, so that's good. So I get a bonus to my crafting checks. And then also uh, with the remaining money, I'm going to buy some formulas and I'm just going to go ahead and upgrade my bombs because uh, we can buy stuff up to level 12. So I'm going to buy some level 11 formulas and um, upgrade some of my bombs a uh, level or two early just in case. So I'm going to get a, uh, what did I decide? Um, I'm going to get a greater junk bomb uh, formula. I'm going to get a dread ampule formula. Um, I'm going to get a blight bomb formula and, uh, a frost file formula all for the greater versions. So basically it does a little bit extra damage, but the big thing is an extra plus one to hit makes me more accurate. Nice. Frizz is going to accidentally break a greater junk bomb on his lap and his butt's just going to get huge. <laughs> greater greater oh, junk bomb, dude. Shit. Oh junk my god. Junk all over that trunk right now. Oh shit. So anyway, bombs are better. Crafting's better. Can cast a cool spell, and I have ten gold left. Very we nice. are poor. Oh, I actually <laughs> Urkel's bought the property room, and then he got the rest of his like four hundred gold, and went up to Aaron and just said like, "I believe I owed you some money from last time." And just dropped his <laughs> So Aaron has an additional four hundred gold or whatever. I I don't know if you spent that on anything. I That's bought, the pool. like I said, a really big one. <laughs> okay. It cost lots of money. <laughs> it's a two-handed wand. Size I still have 100. I have about normal 100 gold size. on me, so. That's good. Cool. I still think I have like 300. Well, sounds like you guys got some really good stuff, and we are going to continue. I feel like that probably took a few hours, and it's probably midday at this point. Poor Dusty, man. He just, he's like, yeah, I know. He's just there. Like, oh, shopping. Holy <laughs> <laughs> stars. But it is, the sun is high in the sky, and you guys are going to exit on the other side of Bleak Bridge. I will say, uh, everyone roll me a perception check. <clears throat> uh oh. Uh, 32. A 34. Okay, well. I mean, come on, Arco. We know I've always been 18. at least two points better than you. So. <laughs> 26. Clary, you notice. You feel some eyes on you. And I just took the highest act. Don't say like, that. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel some eyes on you. And you kind of turn. And a few paces away you see there are three 
Tengus. <gasps> and they're wearing some kind of dark cloaks. And they're just kind of staring at you with some beady eyes. And then Dusty, like not even looking at you or them, says, yeah, I'd keep an eye on them if I were you. Hmm. Why? It's the River Talons. They're a street gang of Tengu toughs like to hang out at Bleak Bridge. You don't want to be here after hours when all these shops are closed. I'll tell you that. Now let's go. We got to get back to Old Kentargo before dark. Sounds an awful lot like that NPC tells you not to do something, but really it's saying, hey, if you do this, you're going to get a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, Goblin? You should stay here and we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 that was to the audience. I wasn't talking to you. You couldn't hear that. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, kid. That was a soliloquy. It wasn't meant for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, kid, Did you see me podcast. step upstage a little bit and the spotlight zoned on me so nobody could see you? That means you can't hear me. Oh, uh, did you not hear the crowd laugh, kid? Yeah, it obviously was to them, not to you. <laughs> I'd keep your eyes on them. Those are the river towns. <laughs> Bunch of Tengu tufts. <laughs> I, I, Anyways, uh, enough yabber. Aaron. Let's get on. <laughs> I elbow Aaron in the side. Um, not hard. Not hard. Uh, and I say, Ow. 16 <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Break his ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I say, hey, hey Aaron, those, those street tufts, what level do you think they are with your ancient eye? Aaron turns around, moves his glasses a little bit, gets the right Ching. glint. Um, can I roll for it? Sure. What do I roll? My uh, intelligence. What? Society. Thirteen. When Aaron is doing this, do they start snapping and walking towards us in uniform <laughs> fashion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've all got uh, black leather jackets on. Yeah. <laughs> harmonizing. Oh, they're harmonizing. Run. <laughs> slick back. It's a, a damn quartet. Run. A- <laughs> <laughs> greasy feathers. Um, they're all slicked back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aaron, you get the vibe that that these guys are under your level. Uh, Aaron turns but away. around oh. around like eight, you know, eight to ten kind of area. Aaron turns to Galera and says, "Um, they're a little bit not as strong as us, so we could we could take a group of them on, but not like a huge group. But if they look the like the grunts. Are, if the if the lackeys are our level, um, no, they're not. I guess I I don't." Don't really know what that means. I guess if the lackeys are below it's our eight. level. Oh, oh, uh, what are we? Uh, like eight. Ten? Ten. It's pretty oh, sick. Oh shit. Like we're kind of we're kind of yeah, strong. We hit double digit Wow. Move. It was like yeah, it was we're like double digit. Three to four weeks ago, we were level like six or something. It's crazy. Uh, you don't know anything about levels, Urkel, right? It's a I mean, broken come on. scale. The only no, we one talked who about knows it. level theory is Aaron. <laughs> we were at the breach for like a month or so. Talk to him a little bit about it. Oh. Well, Urkel pulls out this like said. old bound book and hands <laughs> it to Claire. He's like, read up, dude. Oh, well, oh, thanks. Oh, you read the book. <laughs> read the book. 
Uh, Clary says essentially like, well, if the if the grunts are like right below our levels, then there's probably other people that are above our level, so we should be careful. Hey, as um, of right now, we have no business with them, right? Let's just keep our heads down. And I don't really like bullies. It. I'm gonna be real with you, and they look kind of look like they're 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 giving us. I don't know. They look like they kind of want to rustle. There's an image of Frizzy Gig sailing across the wizard's grace and smashing into tables that I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll never forget it. If you'd like Frizzy to go get involved, please. Oh, man. Frizzy Gig just starts throwing bombs. <laughs> hey, you guys look, looking at look, us weird. We don't, I, agree with, I agree with Aaron. We don't have to mess with those T-birds over there. Hey. T-birds. Hey, those guys... Those guys look like bullies. Let's go fuck them up. They don't look like bullies. They are bullies. <laughs> Those guys like, look yeah, like they have we, a bunch of power. We're on the bridge. You can't be on the bridge, or else we'll uh, give so, you a knuckle sandwich. Yeah, let's go throw in, our power around and mess with somebody weaker than us. <laughs> One kid's got no, that's what this they're doing, like, and you're putting no, them in Aaron. their place. It's totally different. He's got an Aaron hero duels card. He's like, no, that's Aaron. Look, it's Aaron. Oh, it's Claire. It's Claire yeah. too. And he's like, those kids yeah, are looking at nice. us fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they're Dude, just looking nice at us. Kind of yeah. yeah, can we challenge him to a hero duels battle? Loser <laughs> leaves the bridge, you know? <laughs> this is our turf, kids. <laughs> I I was just imagining, like, you know, in Yu-Gi-Oh, like, sometimes Yuki just, like, Sends people to hell or whatever hell is in that universe. <laughs> 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 just imagine playing playing hero duels, and if you lose, you just get banished to hell. The plane of hell. <laughs> um. Okay. Yes, you guys are gonna move on. You guys are gonna uh, head out of Bleak Bridge, and as you pass again, you see an identical sign that says, "There's no toll." and anyone seeing collecting any sort of toll will be prosecuted. And uh, you guys are going to cross the bridge, and the first thing you see is there is a very popular-looking tavern. It's a couple stories high off to your left that kind of goes down the docks that says Clench Jaws. And it is, you know, just a very popular tavern on this side of town. It's what you would imagine, you know, what the... Tooth and nail is is what this is, but specifically for this harbor. And as you continue to follow Dusty, you are eventually going to hit a large shipyard where farther like farther in, there's you know the actual harbor where certain uh, ships are docked and they're uh, offloading or um, onloading different types of goods. Not as much as like the raw resources that you saw from old Cantargo, you know, like salt and stone. This is more like crafted goods is coming, coming in, importing, exporting. But where you guys are now appears to actually be a shipyard where you see all kinds of carpenters and uh, people are building ships to kind of send out. And in big letters over like this main hub building, you see there, it says, it reads, Vashner Still Shipyard. And then you guys are going to continue to walk all the way around, almost to a new district. 
but you're still going to say in the Yolubulus Harbor. Are we and off kind of the... keeping a berth from the docks? We're like on the docks or anything, right? Yeah, well, you are on a road going around the docks. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and I would yeah, like to stay you... out of sight. Like, I don't want to be on the docks, like, snooping around just just yet. I think. Okay. Unless anybody else wants to. No, yeah, he's he's keeping a wide berth. You guys are going to walk past, and you're going to go down the last street of this little trip, and you're going to come to a small, small little building, one story, but you see it goes far down, and then it has its own little private dock at the end. So it's kind of like a warehouse, right? But there appears to be some kind of little shop in the front. And on the front of this little shop, it says Sunset Imports. And it looks like, I would I would say it looks very nice. Like it's almost as if it, it looks like it was nicer than it is now. It doesn't look as well maintained. Some of the paint on the sign is chipping off, but you would assume at one point this was a like very nice little shop. Have we heard that before? Sunset Imports? Recall knowledge check. <laughs> I I feel like what I'm thinking of is the the first few episodes of Starfinder. I think that's why that sounds familiar. No, that's Ichihara sure. Holdings. Okay. Um, no, Sunset Imports. It sounds familiar, but I, I'm trying not to pull from pop culture. <laughs> I I think maybe it could have been a boat we saw in Blood Cove, potentially. We might yes. have seen that oh, name. Was that the name of the burnt dock? It was like not. it wasn't okay. Like the burn down like yeah. shop or whatever. Okay. Yeah, no. It okay. Wasn't. Okay. I still think it'd be worth a recall knowledge. Yeah. Would that Can just I be roll? society chance? Yeah, just do society. If everybody wants to hit hit it up, my society's garbage, oh, but I'll yo. still try. Uh twenty-eight. Frizzy got a thirty-two. <laughs> Twenty-one. Okay. Nice, Frizz. Silas knows nothing, seven? but apparently Frizzigig does. <laughs> I got a Claire got a seven. My society's plus one because I still haven't put a rank in it. Um, no, you none of you really. It doesn't really ring a bell. Okay. But okay, a, okay. again, at the there's this kind of this little shop front, and then what looks like a very long warehouse, and at the end of the warehouse there is a private pier. And from where you're looking, it doesn't look like there's any ships in the pier. But Dusty says, yeah, my memory serves me right. Uh, definitely saw big old shady looking ship like yours with a genie smile slapped across the side. Saw right over here. Well, it's a very good idea that we chose not to dock over here. Yeah. Me thinks. <clears throat> I definitely think that there would be some sort of, uh, you know, I'm sure people have seen it over here. Um, it, you said it's attached to, like, this big warehouse, Chance? Uh, yeah, like, there, it, 
I would say it's all one building, but okay. the front of it definitely looks different than the, than the back half. And there's nobody there right now. You don't see people coming in or out, in or out. Okay. Is there like mm. any like lamps lit inside the covered area? Um, yeah. If you you go up, you kind of like approach or get a look and. You see it, there appears to be light coming on in the inside and the uh, there's a sign that says open on the door. I think one of us should go in there. Mm, I think two of us I'll should do go it. in there. Huh, I what? think four of us, I think, five of us. I think all of us should go in there. Wait. <laughs> I think we should all go in. All right, I'm going to go in. You guys follow me. Frisky goes through the door. Yo, we're going. Clary grabs Frisky's head and says, Frisk, Frisk, wait. Wait, we have to have a plan. We just said we're all going to go in there. He's Charlie Brown walking in the air. His legs are moving. He's not moving. Yeah. We don't know. Either we do it or we don't. We don't know what we're going to find in there, okay? Right. Are we we going in to ask about the genie smile? Are we going in just to take a look? What are we looking for? There's a... There's a chance that we just walk in here and what do we say? We found your boat. I mean, uh, we want to make sure that we're maintaining cover if we want to. If uh, I feel like there's a chance that this gets blown here. I mean, there's also a chance that the people at this port have no idea who the triad is. And they have just been paid to secretly allow the genie smile to offload its wares here. People and otherwise. What if we come in as if we're trying to buy some slaves? One slave, please. Looking for one slave. We just say we're looking for our hired hand. And then we beat him up. <laughs> I, I like the idea of sending in Urkel as the pompous businessman looking for hey, hired help. what the hell? No, no, no. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not done yet. <laughs> sending in Urkel as the pompous, like... Because you you know you know the you know the lingo right like you are a, slaver a businessman. To you. No, not a <laughs> yes. slaver. Hear me out. Hear me out. I should probably sure. be doing this in character voice. Okay, and then we also send Aaron in as his court mage. I will be the beefy bodyguard help. I'm your ward to keep you safe. And Frizzakig, you, um. Get you the take back. the lead. Uh, <laughs> you could be the chef. You you are his personal chef. You're you're a really good cook. You make good My food. Personal chef, chartreuse. Frizz is just about to walk in. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm I'm feeling just walking in. I feel <laughs> insulted and what if? like we got a baby step closer to where we were before. I was gonna go through the door. So <laughs> what you, if you guys should just use your personas? Eat. Yes, we can you either should. be we can either do personas or. We could stake the place out and wait till dark. See if anybody comes in or out. That's also fine with me. I mean, we could always do both. Could be a damn thing. <laughs> we can go in, try and find something out, something out, and if it doesn't work, we can just watch from a distance. Let's ask for, all, let's ask for the I'm secret saying, menu. All I'm saying is the readings that I've been doing about Callistra are very clear that barging into places is not necessarily the best way to go about things. And I know from experience that it's not. So I'm down to, to barge to, in. I mean, just to stick around and look, there, ask some questions, or, look around. I say Frizzigig goes in. I like it if Frizzigig takes the lead. Frizzigig goes. <laughs> Let's go with him, though. So, 
Make sure Are you, you check all going... cabinets for spiders. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, that's some PTSD for Frizzigate. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> now Frizzigate, okay, now Frizzigate actually goes yeah. through the door. That was enough yep. to send him over the head. A previous spider <laughs> right. traumatic disorder, come on. <laughs> Ronnie. Previous spider traumatic disorder. PSTD. <laughs> PSTD. Are we all four going in? I'm so nervous. I mean, I've made, my, I've, made my, I've made my piece clear, but if the three of you want to go in, I'm obviously going to go with you. So, my original thought was to try and suss out the bad guys. But right, right, right. The right. more I've thought about it, is they could just be selling ice cream. Yeah, we only find that out by going inside. I, that's but I why, just, I just. That's why I said Frizzigate should take the lead. If they're like, if they're like, <laughs> hey, make sure you keep your eyes out for a half orc, an elf, and a kujai elf, and a goblin. It's like, hello. <laughs> if one of us goes in or two of us go in, I think we have a better case. Aaron puts on a That's fake why mustache. I think you should all use your personas that you used to get into Eladir. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no. you, guys, you guys did personas Mama. without me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, we did. And uh, I don't like mine. Its name is like Metal Guru Ruman. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, okay, so Frizz, you're gonna walk in. in. Okay, I'm gonna Are I'm gonna stand you? by the door. I'm gonna watch from outside. Yeah, I'm gonna shove Aaron in and stay outside so. with Clary. <sighs> no, we need some muscle in there. No, go. you need to come inside. Yeah, yeah. Frizz I, I wants shove you in there. Aaron, then I grab his hood and do like the you know when you yank back on the hood. Sorry, I'm so having lots of conflicting. Are you, are you all falls going in? Ground, dirt so, is in his mouth. So sorry, doors open. Ding just It's just Frizz and Urkel. No. On the ground. Okay, Frizz and Urkel. All right. You, Frizz and Urkel are going to walk in and you enter what appears to be a very fine showroom. There is a multitude of luxury home goods that fill this room. Rugs in a vibrant geometrical pattern cover the floor. And you see in the corner, there is a mandolin standing atop a stone pillar that emits a lively tune all by itself. And as it plays this music, you look over and it's basically like you're in a very fancy like furniture store right. for like the rich, right? Okay, Urkel immediately straightens up, grabs the sword cane and makes it look very posh as much as he can. As you enter, there's a little bell that rings and on the far wall across from you, you see there is a tall human woman draped in an elaborate shawl with elegant jewelry on her neck and ears. And she is behind a counter, like a glass counter of all kinds of good jewels and like fancy uh, objects in the glass. But as you enter, she is going to walk over to you and says, pardon me, I'm afraid are you lost? My name is Lady Sadrani Vashnistil, the owner of this establishment. And I assure you there is little here to interest any one of your, she looks at Urkel and then down at Frizz. Pedigree. I hope you all have a good day. Do you know who this is that stands before you? Chartreuse Bennett, 
Jelly Axe. Please, sir. Please. I mean, I mean, no disrespect. She doesn't. She has no idea. Forgive me. Um, this is fine. Do you have any idea who you speak to? Who stands amidst your presence? She turns around, interested. What did you say? You know what? You're not. You're not worth the time. Chartreuse, let's let's be on our way. And I head towards give, the door. <laughs> give me a deception roll. <laughs> We'll take our business elsewhere. Um, and Freezy Gig is like taking off his brand spanking new, very fancy goggles. Uh, worth oh, yeah! 1,200 gold pieces. I think it's inlaid with, I don't know, something Freaking shiny. diamonds, dude. Well, actually, it's also like an eyepiece that's like inlaid into his goggles. Yes. So he like pops it out and begins to like clean it and then puts it back. Like he now his goggles are <laughs> off and he puts it back on his eye like an eyepiece is meant to be worn. Right. Making himself look extremely fancy. Well, he's here to check the wares and to see how much they are actually worth if they're fakes. I mean, we are, he's the shiz, okay? Yeah. I rolled the 34, deception. Frizz shiz. A frizz shiz. A 34. Her face, her cheeks get a little red, and she kind of curtsies and says, My apologies. What was it? Chartreuse. I did not understand Mr. that I was... will suffice. I did not understand that I was in... in front of a chelish noble. Please. I assure you, take a quick look, but... I'm afraid we are closing early today. Again, my apologies. Take a 5% discount on anything that catches your eye. Frizz a gig uh, motions for, for Urkel to uh, bend down so he can yes. whisper in his ear. He does the uh, thing where all just... fingers, like Urkel does the thing where all fingers are touching, you know, like there's like a ball of air between and he like, oh like, yeah, like, like eagerly like leaning over to you. Yes, my lord. And the Frizzy Gig just says, asp, 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 asp. Of course. Yes. Yes, all right. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Bennett is thankful for your your discounted rate. Far be it, though, that we need it. Appreciate it. We will not uh, take much of your time. We are simply looking around. We, are, we recently upgraded and built an addition in the castle in Cheliax simply for alchemical projects, and uh, we are in need of some precious jewels and, well, some other wares. I won't bore you, but uh, we'll take a look around. I'm just buying time. Like, I just want her to, like, get right. back to wherever she was so we can kind of, like, figure out, <laughs> like, yeah. what we're doing while we kind of book around. Maybe she look says, around. absolutely. She's going to bow, and then she is going to walk back over behind the counter and just basically watch you guys. You're the oh, only yes. ones in the store. Right. Yeah. Like she like, um, looks like she's like going over some documents, but every now and then her like eyes flick up to see where you guys are. Right. When, when she turns around, so she's not like looking at like when she's turning around, walking back to her desk, uh, Frizzy does a little fist bump to Urkel. Uh, before she turns <laughs> like, around and starts looking at us again. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. You, you did um, wonderful. Wonderful. I mean, yeah, like, so how how big is this room? You said it was like a showroom. Is it is it like a large, you know, is it like a, a front room and, and then there's a warehouse somewhere else or is it a lot of stuff in here? 
Uh, no, this is, I mean, it is like a, let's see. It's like a, uh, like a 40 by 60 room, like foot room. Okay. Okay. Like it's a, it's pretty small. Like they're, like I would say it's like you go into a boutique, like it's your average boutique size store. And then in the back is where you would assume they like load in all of the like crates of furniture and you know what I'm saying? Like it's, that's like the like biggest part of this building is the, is the warehouse. Do we want to get in that back room? Is that worth going for? Like asking to to look look back there. Is it open or is there like some sort of like dividing so, or something? Yeah, if you guys are looking at that back wall that she's at with the counter, you see there is a double door off to one side where, you know, like people would like come in with, with furniture and stuff. And then there is a like smaller side door over behind the counter. That might like go into an office or something. Okay. Uh. Urkel, you should, you should distract her, and I'll poke my head in that closed door. Okay. Uh, okay. Couple of things I want to know too. Do we still have any Scarlet Triad iconography at all? Like, I think the robe, the banker's cloak, has. Yeah, a the mark banker's on it. cloak. Do I have yeah. that? Is that within my bag of holding or do is it Aaron's bag of holding? I don't think it would be out. I don't think you guys have anything that would be out. Okay. Because I'm thinking about if I took that and like polished my sword cane like in front of her while we were talking and kind of like mm-hmm. flash the symbol if that do anything, you know? And if Ooh. she's like, she's like cool with That's it. That's a really it's good like, idea. That's a like, super then good idea. Then there's like no issue, right? Like if she yeah. doesn't yeah. say anything, then she doesn't know anything. But if she sees that and is like, Oh, like she might. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think up. the banker's cloak is in your bag, Urkel. So. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. Pop okay, it out, cool. baby. Yeah. So I'll I'll head over to the counter, and I'm gonna we're gonna try to do two birds, one stone here. So Frizz be ready on the door, but I'll go over and I'll kind of go around the back L of the counter and look down at some of the wares. Yeah. So um, how we'll do this right now, uh, using some of Pathfinder Two E's rules, I think there is a deception check called make a distraction. Yeah, I think it's a distraction. And that will give Frizz some kind of bonus for his stealth check. Okay. Um, Yeah, create a diversion. So manipulate action using distracting words or movement. Go ahead and give me a deception check as you pull out this banker's room from your backpack. Okay. Within line of sight of her. Yo, Natty 17. Let's go. Uh, 37. Let's go. So I'm just going to be pulling this out as we're talking about some of the daggers or jewels, and I'm just going to polish the like amber on the top of my sword cane while we talk, flashing the scarlet triad symbol. And does Frizz need to make like a sneak or something now, a sleight of hand? Yeah, Frizz, go ahead and give me a, a stealth check. Um. My eyesight's not too good. I'm just gonna hold this up to the camera. Can anybody, can anybody tell me what that says? <laughs> yes, 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 sir. A nutty two o. A nutty two o. A nutty two o. All right, Urkel, you are going to flash the banker's robe, which has the Scarlet Triad symbol stitched in. 
And as you come up doing that, you see her eyes when she sees that blood kind of drains from her face. And then Frizzigig, you are fully stealthed and she does not see you as you kind of like walk across the room undetected. What's behind and that door? She yeah, says, oh, okay, okay. Yes, right, did you, yes, did you find things to your liking? Anything stick out? Do you know why we're here? Why, you said you were looking for something. What was your name again, ma'am? My name is Sadrani Vashnastil. Sadrani, do you know why we're here? He is just staring. Urkel is making himself as big as he can and just staring daggers at her. I mean, worst comes to worst, you pulled some shit out of your ass and you say, our boat went missing. Yeah. You know, well, something well, of let, that nature. Let's just see. Well, let's yeah. just see. Let, let, I think Urkel in this situation has all the power and he doesn't have to he's, say he's shit. Got, well, and he's if, got if the this cards poor lady, this close to his like, chest. I feel yeah. very scared because if this lady has been like bullied by the triad, right? Like if they like force their, then I'm going to see that, right? Like she just sees me as one of those like Scarlet Triad thugs. So hopefully she knows something and I'm not, I, we'll see. Oh, that's what he says. That's what he does. <laughs> she kind of looks at you again. Face is just pale. I. I've done everything you've asked. I. I don't know where they went. They've been. Gone for days now. He says, you know what? And just starts walking around the counter. There's another door back there, right? Right. Like right. the back room. Yeah. She kind of like pauses as you kind of go around and she says, I I assure you, I've, I've followed instructions. And if you have the- done so, then no harm will come to you. Opens the door. Okay. As you this open the door. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> As you Bro, open the you're door. You're so good. You're so good, Zach. Aaron just like whisked, whisked, like casting message. Dude, killing it. <laughs> no, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron's crying on you and just giving me a play by play. Yeah, Aaron. Dude, Aaron. It's clairvoyance, audio only. <laughs> yeah. Before Aaron does that, it, Aaron just turns to Claire and says, It's incredible how long we take to walk into a building. <laughs> <laughs> um,. You open the door and you're you see just a long hallway lined with shelves crammed with just kind of junk, old ledgers, rugs, urns, stacks of wooden boxes up to the ceiling. Um, and the ceiling's about 20 feet above you. And you notice at the very end of the hallway there what from just your knowledge of like looking outside the building, you see doors that would lead straight outside and okay. then doors that would lead like further into like the warehouse, right? Like just like doors on the side of a warehouse. But this goes like all the way down the side of it. 
Okay. I think he's going to be walking very like purposefully down the hallway, looking not like turning his head much, like trying not to give off any vibe that he doesn't know where he is, but kind of eyeing around, seeing if there's any sort of like symbolism or out of place documentation mm. or anything that he sees along the way to the back door. He's just going to keep walking to the one that goes deeper into the Okay. The warehouse. Yeah, there are there are three doors on your left, three doors on your right, and they're right across from each other. Ooh. There's like there's like two doors close, two doors middle, and two doors at the end, both on the right and left side. You would assume, based on your just like knowledge, that the all of the ones on the left would go outside. Okay, they all go outside. Yeah. Okay, then I would start. I'm just gonna start on the first door. Okay. Open the door up. All right. You open the door. And Frisigig, you are going to peek and open the double door, right? Just to peek inside? Uh, at first, yeah. yeah he's going to take a, a cautious glance yeah. to see as much as he can before he just goes in. You peek inside and you see a very large warehouse you can't see all the Dang. way back because there are just stacks and stacks of boxes kind of like a little you know maze um and they're kind of like broken into different kind of like sections of a warehouse jackson mm -hmm. and i both worked in a warehouse it's very similar to how the stock room <laughs> was where you had like different bays you know but yeah these crates and boxes are several uh like several feet tall and columns stretch, stretching nearly all the way to the 20 foot tall ceiling. Uh, some of the containers have toppled over and there are scattered bolts of colorful cloth, broken furniture that are just kind of thrown in the floor. And some have just been smashed openly. And you would know just as a crafter, a craftsman, this is not normal for a luxury furniture store such as this. But in the center of the room, standing frozen, you see there is a tall statue. And give me a mm, give me a society check. Thirty one. Nice. I'm not going to give you everything because it's a very specific knowledge. But you see there is this large stone statue of a blocky humanoid with an enormous headdress and a round face like a calendar stone. And I would say you don't really know what country it's from, but it's definitely like an import, right? Like it's like, oh, mm. this is like nice and stuff. And that's just kind of like in the middle of the room. But then you could see if you were to go in further and kind of walk around the boxes, you could probably find more chambers within. Yeah, um, I, I don't see anyone, right? No, yeah, it's just like they're just smash boxes, big statue kind of in the center, and then just like, you know, you could kind of go farther back. Yeah, Frizzy Giggle, um, uh, I guess at this point, seeing that Urkel is now walking around the counter uh, is going to uh, delve deeper. Okay. Urkel, you open the door and you enter a very small office with intricate rugs and wall hangings. And there is a wooden desk and chair 
against the like 10 feet in front of you full of papers and ledgers. It's going to turn and say, is this where all the, is this where you keep, they keep all the documentation? Oh, she's, she, she, she didn't left me. You. Oh, cool. Nice. Free Roman, dude. Yeah. Like, Quick, cause he, you were like, she was like, what do you need or, or whatever? And you're like, if you did your job, nothing, you know? So okay. she's just like staying cool. in the front. She's letting me search. Okay. Yeah. Quick glance over the, uh, the, mess of papers and see if it's more about the imports or if it's more about any under under deep dark grimy shit you walk over to the table and you just kind of give a quick glance peruse imagine you like move a ledger on the top as you move it you see there is a piece of paper folded with a fresh or a recently cracked wax seal of the three-pointed scarlet triads. And Frizzigig, as you walk into this warehouse and you delve deeper, you hear the grinding of stone. And as you turn and look over your shoulder, you see the statue that you've walked past is now facing you. And its eyes light up. And I need you to roll for initiative. And that is the end of this oh episode. Oh my <laughs> god. Holy shit. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Oh no. This no! Is bro. Bad.